Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. Just Johnny. Eric Davis. And this is the Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Leap me forward bionically. Oh, there it is. That's what I love to hear every week. You know what I'm saying, though? You came in a little late, my friend. The dude over here is having a snap. Sorry, this. You're killing the mojo, my friend. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta calm down and you know, get back in the zone. Folks, welcome to another episode of the Geek Town here on WEMF. I am Pat B. On the side of me, if you're watching on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown, you may be seeing him rocking that sensuous new stash. This man, very inspired by the new Magnum P.I. I'm talking, of course, about new, Black Adam Willis. The new Magnum P.I. Yeah. I feel like I'm being 86 from the table, by the way. What? It's well, like every well, week I'm getting, like, further. No, further. don't you get yeah. it? Dude, you are over there in the satellite <laughs> office. That's what's going on there. Right, right. The skybox. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's coming between us is nothing but a lot of goodness, my friend. We have an action-packed, fun-filled show lined up for you. Correct. How action-packed? How fun-filled were we are talking Arena of Valor, brought to you by none other than the Geek Down's very own Just Johnny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. <laughs> <laughs> your, your comic time yes, is impeccable, yeah. sir. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And, of course, not to be outdone, not to be overshadowed or forgotten. What's your name again? I'm Eric. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> of course, talking to us tonight about not tonight, ironically enough. Um, not tonight, the latest. Okay, now hold, let me get this straight. It's the political simulation um, uh, uh, puzzle Brexit inspired game. Where uh, you're a bouncer. Where you're a bouncer. Uh, mildly racist. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're talking about not tonight. This is the new game on, uh, on Steam. And dude, I got to play it. It was fun as hell. You got to play it? Hey, fun as hell. Mm-hmm. Johnny, you got to play it? Yeah, it was awesomely interesting. Awesome. A little depressing. You are kidding me. Very depressing. Uh, well, 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 we're going to talk <laughs> all about it in games. a little bit. Absolutely. Um, also, that interloping voice you heard right there belongs to none other than our in-house guests coming to us from Omar's world of comics and hobbies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. got to announce you too? I'm, I'm messing around. We're talking, of course, about Michael Epstein and Tyler Christopher. How's it going? Notice I, I, I surreptitiously had to look at the card because I didn't learn your last name. I'm, I'm, I'm a bad host like that. Mm. Yeah. No, these guys have some awesome stuff to talk to us about in a little bit. We're going to get the inside stuff, not just about uh, Omar's world of comics and games, but some upcoming events you've got as well. We do have several events coming up. All right, dude, they're doing things. They're doing big things. All right, we're going to hear all about it in a little bit. And then, man, man. <laughs> You're excited you, about this one. I, 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 I really am. Yeah, I'm just, it, it just down to my soul. It just you were, you oh my god you were excited last week absolutely you were chomping at the bit i was like yo man not i can't tell me i was alone you wanted to see this you absolutely. wanted to talk to i was me. so freaking hype yeah 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 johnny uh, uh i was but then i remembered that venom last time on the big screen was uh pretty crap yeah well, no we don't talk about that we don't talk about that that whole topher grace business that, yep. all right you Tom was about excited. anything uh james franco's done in the past like a few years so. <laughs> yeah, really oh. yeah really i think yeah what about that making of the room movie yeah, it was pretty good. That was that, was, that was great. Yeah, we okay, he did like you, ninety you, projects. You <laughs> like that movie? He did like man. ninety projects. Yeah, like. he's got to he's got to be a winner. Just by it's a, it's a shotgun approach. Just like you know, if he does enough, something will stick. If these are free throws. He's shooting at like ten percent. Yeah, he's eighty six from any MBT. Oh, he's yeah. fine. It's, it's, it's okay. Okay, I don't think he's playing basketball. I assume he's playing horseshoes. Like, closer he gets there. Yeah, but no, no, no. We're talking of course about Tom Hardy in this business. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, we'll go into that in a little bit. But right now, I'm going to kick it over. Kick it over to the man who did forget his Hawaiian shirt tonight. It's okay, man. Yeah, We're not going to hold that against you. My bad. Yeah, I will. Fun. Really? <laughs> Same. All right, now I'm going to stash jokes all night. It's fine. I'm going I'm to find my skin-tight T-shirt and fly my helicopter over your house. TC, anybody? Anybody? Is there a TC in the new show? Oh, come on, man. How do you get to token blacks? Is there an English guy? Does he have a butler? Hey, there should be. There should always be a token guy and a, like a small butler. Like, the plane. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Maybe. Doing something like that. No, right. here's a missed opportunity, though. Here's a missed opportunity. You know, the dude um, that played Higgins kind of looked like um, the other guy that played Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World. You can cross it, those yeah. actors. They yeah. were pretty much interchangeable in everyone's Mandela, internal, internalized Mandela effect. So mm -hmm. if they had a new Magnum P.I., his butler is actually played by Kit the Car. So he's right, got a sentient car that talks. Right, right. Oh my. And then... This what? is gold. How oh. You know, I want to say Mr. Feeney. I uh, just really loved that show and did not understand one? what was going on. The one with Kit the car. Oh, okay. oh Knight Rider? Yeah. Yeah, no, Knight Rider never made sense. No. Okay, here, here's the point for Knight Rider. <laughs> Hassel, Hasselhoff really ma never made sense. That's Hasselhoff did not fair. make sense. How the hell? In Germany, he did, though. Yeah, but this is it, it, it's a show Huge. about lifeguards, the most popular television show of all time. What the holy hell? Who right. made that deal with the devil and how do I get down? I think the show Friends actually promoted that show quite well. well I, I, I couldn't anyway. watch that off black. Um, now, what I want to ask about right there. It, okay, here's the premise of Knight Rider, though. Okay, Michael Knight was a cop. Excuse me, his original name before he was Michael Knight. He was a cop who was caught in a shootout. He was shot to death and his car was also blazed with bullet holes. He drove a uh, Pontiac Firebird. Now... Uh, some organization takes his cadaver, his dead body, and reanimates him. Gives him a, uh, a complete, like, uh, uh, what do you call it, a uh, facial reconstruction, and brings him back to life with a new name. Now he's the man who doesn't exist. He's Michael Knight. And they're like, you're going to work for us. He's like, screw you. I'm a cop. I'm going back into my real world. Where's my car? It's over there. That's, you gave my car a paint job. Thank you. Drives Kit. Kit starts talking to him. He starts freaking out. He can't go back to his home. There's people. Then he goes back, he drives into a truck. At some point, the car jumps, and you get credits. There was afros as well on white people. It's basically RoboCop. I was going to say, is, is it I more like, outlandish I, than a cop gets shot to death, he gets reanimated by a company, he goes out into the town, yeah. solves all these crimes, <laughs> starts getting post-memories of his former life, gets conflicted, and then stops the bad guys in the end. That's RoboCop, essentially. It's the yeah. same thing, just no car. It pretty much is. There, it's if also, there's no car, then it's really not worth watching, I mean, though. Mm, but we know... In RoboCop, he is the car, basically. With, RoboCop, oh, he's fair. everything, yeah. And he shoots Fast some the guy's furious. penis off. So there's always that, yeah. Why is that? <laughs> that's such a thing. Have you seen that video that was going yes. around where he's just, yeah, the, where he's just that whole scene again and again, just like he's surrounded by gangsters, he's just shooting them all in the penises car. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just so so many dongs. So you um, played a game at some was... point, didn't you? No. Oh. I saw a movie. <laughs> <or something. laughs> all right, no, and, and by the professionalism, trying to bring it back. All right, no, Eric there was talking about none other than Netflix's mm -hmm. um, uh, feel-good feel yeah. movie of the summer, I think. Yeah, um, as soon as you hear the description, I think you'll feel the same way. Yeah, Private Life starring right. our, our actually uh, Geek Down favorite, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, uh, yeah. Catherine Hahn, who I actually really dig. Mm -hmm. um, even though I dig her in comedy, this was not a comedy. 
Well, it is a comedy, this, but mm, it's they it's, call it a comedy too. Well, they call it a comedy, yeah. Um, yeah. Private Life, yeah. Uh, directed by uh, Tamara Jenkins, who did The Savages, which is an excellent movie. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No, sir. You will not say that on <laughs> absolutely. The that she did that in okay. like 2007, so this is like her first wait, movie wait, since then. It's Sa- been that Sa- long. Savages with Taylor Kitsch. And no, Taylor the Savage. Kitsch. That was Oliver Stone. I'm talking about Savages with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Laura Linney. Okay, all right. right. That was <laughs> also movie. You me. that was also billed as a comedy, and that was like about two siblings taking care of their estranged father who is suffering from dementia. And so, in the same vein, Nothing this than yeah, that. In, in the same vein, this is a movie that's a husband and wife going through fertility treatments because they can't have kids, and so it's like their efforts to try to actually get pregnant and have kids, and so they're going to all these treatments and nothing's working. I'm Paul Giamatti, yeah, has one testicle. Nothing's really working, and so it's it's really an uncomfortable, uncomfortable movie. It's a movie about these private conversations and these little humiliations that you go through, and you're trying to find the humor in that, and you do at times, but it's really this biting humor that kind of gets stuck in your throat. You know what I mean? Where it's just like you you're laughing, but you kind of feel guilty for laughing. You know what like I mean? So it's like movie. well, it's just like it's a movie that's so serious and they're trying to find the humor in it but where it's like you're trying to laugh but it's just like you know it's not that funny you know what i mean it's just one of those things that i think the problem with it if there is one it's i, I think there should be more drama i think they should kind of play that up a little bit more where it could kind of cross the line a little bit harder like the savage just does that perfectly where <coughs> philip seymour hoffman's talking about his father and talking about how he was horrible like why are we taking care of this guy he never took care of us you know what I mean? That's a very important question in that movie. Where this doesn't really pose that so much, but it has this couple, and they kind of... It's this situation where they're trying to get pregnant, and this is something they're trying to bring themselves together by, but it's actually something that's driving them apart. It's this really kind of conflicting thing. And so they're going through all these situations, and she's trying to get pregnant, and like they, they're very smart people. They're kind of this bohemian couple, you know what I mean? But they have this kind of biting wit where they kind of go at each other, and it's just really kind of it's 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 an icky movie at times. You know that's what I mean? Kind of a, that's been kind of a general theme with these yeah. type, with with um with presentations about couples. You see a lot of the stuff on FX. Right. Um, there's one show I, I want to say it's called Happiness, or it's it's a show about the husband and wife who from the from the from the commercials you think they hate each other, mm. but apparently it's supposed to be how they're like so deeply love and perfect for right. each other and such. Well, and this like, is but 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 you're you're you're, you're horrible. Yeah, both of you. I mean, but these aren't horrible people, and they love each other deeply, and you can see that. It's just a situation that's so tough. You know what I mean? They want to get pregnant so bad, and they want to do it naturally, but they meet with like different donors, whether it's not for eggs or it's for sperm and stuff like that. They want to do it their own way, and it's just like it's not really working. So it's just driving this spike through their relationship, through their efforts. You know what I mean? So they're trying so hard, but that's actually driving them kind of a little crazy. So you, you, it's a Really tough situation, and it is ripe for comedy, but it's a dark comedy. It's really kind of uh, tough to swallow. It's 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 much like the savages in that way. It's just like how do you deal with your father, who's an abusive guy that's really a horrible parent, and now he's suffering from dementia. And you have to take care of him. How are you supposed to care? You know what I mean. So it's it, it it's this comedy of extremes where it's just like there should be nothing funny there, but you have to find the humor, or else you're just gonna break down and go crazy. You know what I mean? So it's that. So there is an audience for this, and like I'm one of 
the audience. I, yeah, I do I, like I, these I, movies. I get that because you're describing. However, I don't think like... it's a broad, broad movie. You know, so if it's in a, like a wide release theater movie, I don't think it would have a big opening. So why? And that might be why it's good for Netflix. Mm-hmm. And so I hope it does find an audience. I really like. I've been hard on Netflix for original movies and their releases in general. I think this is perfect for that. I think I I really want people to go out and see this movie. I think it's really great. And from what I understand, Tamara Jenkins. I mean, she's made some great movies. And I think she experienced this exact thing. I think that's why she took, um, from is what I understand, based took, on a true story. Yeah, I think she suffered from a situation very close to this story. That's why she wrote and directed it, and so that's why she took. I mean, her last movie was two thousand seven, so she took like over ten years off. So this is very close to her. So she knows the ins and outs of these conversations and these stories, and it's a really kind of like some powerful stuff, but. I highly recommend this movie. I mean, you know, I don't know if, it, like I said, it has an audience. It's a, it's a kind of a, like humiliating stuff, but I give it a thumbs up, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I, and it's I, Paul I Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is so good. He, d- he does so well in these small roles, in these kind of like these indie forward pictures, like the movie Win Win. Um, he did a couple uh, others, like these really small, like Sideways, these small pictures yeah. where he like, he's like a, a leading man, but he's only a leading man in these like non Hollywood forward. Uh, films, but he is such a commanding actor, and he, you know, he has like so much range. And he's great. Streams, though. Yeah. You know, pig vomit in private parts. Yeah. No, he's good. It's, like that. It's, it's not like, exactly a, 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 that's no, an Oscar role. contender, yeah. but it was, he's great. But no, like I will, I will stop you right there. No, his best film is Shoot 'Em Up. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah no, that's good. But, but he does. He's his best. Yeah, he he's all over the place. He's like you know, like Philip Seymour Hoffman is the same way. Like John he was Adams. like all he was the extreme type guy. You know what I mean, like that. But like Philip Seymour Hoffman was so dedicated to these offbeat weird characters, and he gave them a level of empathy. Like you're not supposed to identify with this weird guy. You're not supposed to, you know, cheer for this guy. But he like he's like don't judge these people. Like these people have real stories. These people have real feelings. These people have real motivations, and that shown a light on how like how powerful of an actor they can be and so i think paul giamatti possesses that too so it's he's a fantastic actor and he's been great in so many things and you're right john adams was a great example of of how good he can be but uh yeah cinderella man is another one What's like that? character actors like giamatti are really undervalued Absolutely. undervalued like, yeah they're out there and they end up in a lot of supporting roles and people just kind of are like, yeah, he was great in that supporting role. But when you actually see them in their own, you really see how nuanced <coughs> and incredible they really are. Absolutely. And there's so, there's so many good ones like Luis Guzman. We talk about, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. like he actually lives in a town in Vermont, not too far from mine, but like to get away from the New York, uh, atmosphere and everything like that. But he's so good in everything. Uh, there's so many great character actors that are just, dying to be leading men but you know what the movies would actually suffer if they didn't like pitch in their small little part because they actually make the movie in most cases and Paul Giamatti's one of that but he actually can do the lead role stuff so I'm, I'm happy he's in this and yeah like I said thumbs up alright the movie's called Private Life it's available on Netflix now earns Adam Willis highest it's for Netflix by the way who's at a kind of a crummy track record of original kind of projects especially movies you know what I mean? They don't really push him the right way. They kind of put him out there and forget about him, and then most people don't see him. This is one I think you should seek out for sure. All right. And now I'm going to kick it over to just Johnny. You. Because you, sir, got to play Arena of Valor. Arena of Valor. What's in that, what's in that arena? Valor. It, yeah. Valor out the wazoo. So it's, when you want to talk Valor, you come to this arena, my friends. 
So I don't this, know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, this game is basically it's made by or it's published by the same people that made um, or the big giant con- massive publisher. Uh, what was it called? Tencent. Uh, their oh, games yeah, yeah. section. Right uh, China. Well, okay. They have, they have. <laughs> They're in both. Okay. Don't try to make me seem crazy. Right. Uh, they uh, they're known for uh, video game wise. They're known for well this game overseas, but uh, in the states they're more so known for League of Legends. Mm-hmm. So uh, many people know about League of Legends. Many people have played League of Legends. It's a free to play MOBA. It's not the first MOBA out there, but it's one of the ones that really hit it big after Dota sort of made everyone realize that MOBA style games are going to be a big giant hit. So what they decided to do was, uh, because League of Legends is definitely takes a while to get into and takes a bit of time to sort of learn the mechanics and the nuances of working with teammates and how to play and it's a very point and click uh style gameplay where you are controlling your hero your avatar indirectly by clicking where they need to go and then the the, your avatar will then move and walk over to that location and if you want them to attack you have to right click on a particular enemy for them to attack so it's very it's it's uh an rts style control system uh which if you're a pc player you're very familiar with this is you know nothing out of the ordinary however for consoles and any other sort of style of playing uh, these types of games it doesn't translate very well and that's why league of legends never really jumped uh over to consoles or jumped over to uh mobile devices or anything like that so what they decided to or what i believe they decided to do is create uh, another game pretty much exactly the same thing except they built it from the ground up called it arena valor and it's basically league of legends but made from the ground up for mobile devices and console now it was made for mobile devices league of legends light it's league of legends light but in a very good way it's not so dumbed down that it's brainless to play it has all of the nuances of uh competitive team-based working together setting up combos where whatever avatar or hero that you're playing with uh you have to make sure that you're timing your disables and you're getting into team fights and engaging in team fights the right way there's uh many different heroes uh avatars if you will to select from each of them have their own sort of roles and purposes uh my favorite uh i forgot her name but uh she's like this i don't know like this gem stone uh lady that has a big giant scythe and i'm just a suck for big giant scythe and she has like a little bit of a of a of a spidery theme uh to her as well so i'm a huge fan of that and what she her role is she's a tank and anytime uh enemies attack her she will uh passively deal damage to everyone around her based on her max health so as a tank she's made to sort of have lots and lots of high high health which is great which means you're more durable you're better at tanking and the higher your health the more damage you're gonna reciprocate back to all the attackers around you so it's like this nice little combo tank class kind of guy to me oh tank is my that's my shtick Okay, is anyone else surprised by this? I'd have pegged them for a uh, for a medic uh, myself. <laughs> yeah, that's my secondary. 
I like playing medic as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You weren't too far off. Like tank is my primary role. If I could do tank healer, that's that's definitely where I like to side with. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna and, heal him on mass. <laughs> and there's other different types of roles. There's damage dealer roles. <coughs> there's uh, support roles. There's uh, the mage roles. There's the ones that are sort of like in the skirmishy type of thing. The initiators that want to sort of start the fight and then sort of uh, recede out and sort of uh, ping from the outside. Uh, the they're strong yeah, pushers. The yeah, <laughs> they're harassers and stuff like that. So this game has all of those things. Uh, bringing it back to the basics it's uh, bring it back. Bring, bring it back. there are three lanes in this game uh that automatically send uh little minions out to these lanes and then they sort of meet in the center of the map and uh you bring your avatar to these center map locations where these minions meet up in order to gain experience, to gain money, uh, in order to level up your hero to be stronger than the opposing teammates. Now, this is a five-on-five -five style game, or they actually have a couple of different modes where you can do a one-on-one -on -one match, uh, which is very good for teaching you how to play, and when you first play this game, you start off forced one-on-one -on -one versus computer, so it really teaches you uh, very uh, surprisingly nicely how to play these types of games which do get really complicated uh, which are really complicated and aren't as straightforward as uh, to figure out how to play but this one did a really good job especially uh, teaching you how to use the different abilities and I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit um, there's a three-on-three -three mode uh, which works just like uh, the five-on-five -on -five and the one-on-one -on -one except uh, reduced, uh, you know, instead of three lanes, there's two lanes or one lane uh, to go with. Anymore. Yeah, and the five, the five lane, the five lane, uh, or sorry, the three lane one is the primary map. It's the standardized map. There's ranked matches in this as well, so you can very much play competitively. However, you can't enter the ranked matches until you unlock a certain number of heroes. Now, this is a free-to-play game, just like how League of Legends is and Dota and other games of that style, where you keep on playing, keep on playing, earn gold, earn gems, stuff like that, and eventually you get uh, the free currency to buy and to unlock a hero for uh, playing indefinitely. They have a roster of heroes that are on uh, free rotation, so every couple days to a week, uh, they will change up the lineup as far as what you can select as free heroes, and then any that you have permanently unlocked, those remain unlocked forever. So eventually, you're going to unlock the full roster as you play through this game. Now, going back to uh, where I played this, I played this on Switch. I didn't play this on mobile. Uh, this game was built from the ground up for mobile, so I was very, very skeptical that uh, having this be played on Switch, which on mobile, FYI, is a nice way to mimic PC-like controls because it has a uh, touch screen where you can kind of touch to sort of aim where your ability is going to go. So that seemed very reasonable to make the jump from PC to mobile. That seemed pretty reasonable. I was skeptical about console because console style controls, that's a very difficult thing to do when you can't point and click exactly where you want to aim and target your spells and things of that nature. And what- You can't micromanage it mu as much, so you have to be able to compensate. Yes, yes, exactly. And where this game has surprised me so much is how they implemented almost exactly, uh, in a very intuitive way, uh, the console style controls, but uh, or sorry, the PC style 
way of targeting and at, at the very least the abilities that you use same type of abilities but the way you target actually works very very well where you can sort of hold onto a certain button that activates an ability whether it be an aoe ability or sort of like a line projectile ability you hold it down uh with one button and then you aim it using the right stick and the camera is always snapped to your character uh by default so the camera's always following you and you're uh and is always positioning your character centered on the screen so when you rotate the right stick you're always able to rotate it in a way that you can exactly specify where that shine is gonna uh where that shot that projectile or ability is going to line up and which enemies it's going to assault and like someone finally uh, did it right that's one of the biggest yeah. like pet peeves i have when you get an otherwise decently designed game, and that camera is just the freaking bane of your existence. <laughs> I gave up on the uh, Devil May Cry series because the first couple of games, that camera found everywhere else on the map to be except on you. And I'm like, why am I being stabbed in the leg? I'm getting like, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm dying from being hit, uh, bitten by a, a tiny spider in the ankle like, because ugly, I can't man. see the damn thing. You ugly. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, Not like camera I mean, things are, are really freaking like even the latest Sims game doesn't get cameras right all the time. So if you can get that right on all of those consoles, that's a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Speaking of things that yep. <laughs> Um. So what you're seeing in the video here is that's from the mobile yeah. style game. So you yeah, don't yeah, see yeah. this big giant cluster of, of, course, of course. buttons and stuff like that. So speaking of Banes of Existence, though, how's the community? Uh, the community. That's a great so, question. <laughs> yes, let, let's delve into the comments, shall we? Well, being, being on well, the we Switch, have another show to, yeah, <laughs> it's the biggest thing keeping me out of league. Yeah, is being just on the Switch, is, the community. you don't hear the people because the Nintendo is notorious for very bad voice chat. Okay. So it's non-existent the voice chat. Uh, I didn't. I don't sign up for. It. You can play this game without the Nintendo Switch online service. So you can play this without paying for that. So. You can still, even though this is a free-to-play game, you still play this game for free without having to pay for the online stuff. Nice. Uh, and you don't have to log on to to that in order to uh, to get the voice chat. There, uh, you can sort of bypass the voice chat, so you won't hear people sort of saying very stupid stuff. Uh, and they still have all of the pinging systems in place, so that you can still direct people. And uh, they sort of hotkey a lot of callouts uh, where you can specify, like, you know, retreat from the current location, or you can uh, pull up the mini map and actually select where you want to direct your teammates. So you can do a lot of uh, teamwork based abilities that you normally get very easily on PC. It's not a one to one perfect, but it is, uh, they implemented it, it's there, and it does work pretty effectively. Can I implement my personality as well? So instead of saying, go over there, I'll say, hey, ass, move. <laughs> no, I'd be more racial uh, than that. If you're on the voice chat, perhaps you can do that. <laughs> if you wrong. want to. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So now you, you've said a lot of the technical details. Dude, give me your rating, my friend. This, uh, 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 oh, this uh, is, uh, 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 this is a definite, definite thumbs up. This is a highly polished free to play game. It may not be something that you want to stick with long term, but at the very least, uh, you have a switch, you have a bunch of friends that just want to play a game, check out a game together, and you're already familiar with League of Legends. This is going to tickle all of your fancies right there. It won't be as so hardcore in depth like as League that. of Legends. You have no idea. How oh, <laughs> you don't know what Pat's into. Yeah. The <laughs> 
making yeah. a lot of assumptions at this table tonight. It'll tickle some potentially. Eighty-five <laughs> percent. It's oh. it'll uh, it'll satisfy that urge of playing a League of Legends game on console, and this is uh, and there's a lot of other games like this, but this one seems to do it right as far as nailing the console style control. So this is like kudos very good job it's definitely worth checking out and uh it's definitely something that you can i can see this happening where you stick with it uh long term and the uh they do give you a lot of daily logon bonuses and stuff like that and i looked at the um the buy the premium currency that's in this game and sort of correlated it to how many heroes and content you'd unlock and it seems fairly reasonable where if you buy the big giant $100 package I know that's a lot but if you're to do that you would unlock most of the characters that they currently have and Wait, for that much what are these what are they still holding back well this is a free-to-play game so they have to compensate for all the non-pairs this comes with the territory. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. If you have anything that's microtransactions like that, you have to be able to balance people who are going to wail and drop $100 right yeah. off the bat mm -hmm. against people who are going to log in every day and accrue slowly. So even for people who drop the $100 and do the whale thing, as they call it, um, you still want to be able to bring them back with like day-to-day -day play otherwise you're going to just have a bunch of whales and then not have any daily players yeah. and then you lose the lifetime of your game yeah and, and you don't need to dump the the full 100 and also once again you can play this game for free they're rotating the heroes and stuff like that so it's it's overall really well implemented on that note random loot boxes uh is there is the none because this game was made for China. They they do have Excellent. it, but they tell you exactly what you're gonna get out of uh, the uh, the of random boxes. stuff. It, it actually tells you what you're going to get in it, so there's no surprise. So it's not actually random, but they do have like these packs and crates and boxes and and cool. stuff. I forgot what they actually were, but they do have those things where that should appeal it. to more players. Then yep, All right. good old China law right there in in full effect. <laughs> All right. The game is called Arena of Valor, now available for the Nintendo Switch. Johnny says it'll tickle your fancy. Yep. And then satisfy your urges. Yep. That's I'll leave, I'll leave it right there. Okay, so now we're going to turn it over to Tyler and Michael. You guys are here joining us from Omar's World of Comics. Comics, comics. And hobbies. And hobbies, hobbies. What if your only hobby is comics? Oh, man. Then you're Actually, in the right it's place. It's a small world. <laughs> no, no, no. Because then you get then you get fancy with it. Because then it's like, um, did you ever play uh, Gunstar Heroes? You know, you you get two of the same thing, and you just get like double that. It, it like <laughs> expands it exponentially. Right. So now you're not just getting comics. You're getting like supersized comics, and gotcha. every every uh, every week your your um your subscription box is full of like uncut sheets of collectible issues <laughs> and all types of ridiculousness. You know. Right. Right. Uh, you 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 are. Uh, the moderator of Stan's Soapbox. Right. Something to look into. Yeah. See, I just okay. like when there's no interest past that. So it's, uh, this is Spinal Tap. He's like, well, you know, there's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. What about that? He's like, if, what if you weren't in the band anymore? He's like, well, it'd still be sex and drugs, right? Gonna be all, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Tyler, Michael, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I can, uh, I'll give. A brief summary of uh, what our shop is about, yes, and uh, Michael can fill in any gaps. But um, so we're a comic and hobby store, well, comic and game store, really, uh, board games. And um, we also are part of our mission is to uh, provide vocational training for special needs. 
people. Mm -hmm. um, Omar, who is the president of the company, has Down syndrome. Um, and we work with the Lexington Special Education uh, School called Lab. And they come in three times a week um, with groups of students that do various uh, jobs around the shop. Mm. Um, that provides them with training for when they go on to graduate the program and go on and get jobs themselves. And we also employ uh, people part time that have graduated from that program. Oh, okay. Um, so that's a big part of our of our store and of our mission uh, for what we do. So, yeah. Um, and just to offer a little bit of boilerplate stuff, we're in Lexington, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm right near the high school where lab is located. Um, and so every week we've got a significant um, amount of students coming in who help us and help expand their knowledge of the industry and the hobby. So is it and like just playing board games? Is it like a... No. Um, so we actually, well, we do run events that are open to all. Um, such as weekly board game nights and mm -hmm. magic tournaments on Fridays. Um, we also um, do have the students who are working with us work. Mm -hmm. um, they're learning how to work in a retail environment, how to interact with customers positively. Okay. Um, and I think that that's really important. Yeah, and they, they do everything from working the register to taking inventory, helping us receive orders, um, and helping out with customer kind of depends right. on on their ability level mm -hmm. so it's like um, a game shop and they, they come in and they're helping you with, with your running the store yeah right exactly i get you nice well how does this start did omar just wake up one day and say you know what i've got an idea i'm gonna start this whole big thing well what's the origin story well so omar was was a student at lab and um you he said he has down syndrome yeah he has down syndrome okay. and you only uh you graduate lab when you turn 21 22 22 mm. um so his parents uh decided that they were going to open this shop so he would have a place to work and could right. provide right. experience for other people who are still in the program who people we uh who have graduated the program as well mm. so that was the that's the the basics right, of how right, it started right, right. yeah um omar's parents sohel and mona they're both great wonderful people and they really worked very hard to get this store open before he graduated, um, both as a place for him and for people like him and as a way to give back to the community that really has helped him mm. grow as an individual. So cool. how did you guys get involved, essentially? That's Omar's story, but like, how did you guys kind of come up with this company? So the store opened January 15th. Mm. Um, of this year, so we've been open about nine, ten months at this point. Mm. Um, the Thursday before they opened, I actually had been told about the fact that this store was opening, and I walked in and was like, "Hi, I'm a board game designer. I live here. I'm looking for work." Perfect. And yeah, so, like, yeah. <laughs> boom! I just well, need y'all to know. Right. <laughs> I mean, I Lexington. It, well, it's a great place to grow up really needed something like this mm. um because once you age out of hayden which is the recreation center or if you don't do sports after school there's not really much to do in lexington center right. except go n the next town over and loiter in the Bur burlington mall mm. hey don't don't knock a good loitering now <laughs> <sighs> there's only so much you can right. do <laughs> but 
I have wanted to give back to the community also because board gaming and role playing really is a passion of mine and I've always wanted to give back to that community for helping me further myself and mm. achieve my dreams. And so it just seemed like a perfect pairing for me at least. Nice. Yeah, sounds like it. You and brought one of your games here too. I did, yeah. Um, I run Copper Frog Games. Um, this is Pigment. Um, it's a, <laughs> I don't know, where's the <laughs> They're both, I'll bring it a little closer. All right, there we go. All right, I think it's actually right that one and up there. All right, Eric, can you? Yeah, here thank, we go. Thank you. Boom. <laughs> um, you can pick it up at this store. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, but honestly, my passion has always been about bringing people together with games. And so I think that being able to do so for good is important. I think you found like the right avenue too. Also, I mean, keep your options open. Sometimes you can do it for evil too, just maybe on the weekends, you know. Oh, uh, maybe. I mean, look, everyone comes from all kinds of alignments. It doesn't matter like any of the rest of it. So it's true. It's true. <laughs> I myself am a poison class. Yeah, Adam Wood Nymph. But like I said, you never know. My passion <laughs> is, of course, board gaming. Yeah. But Tyler here came from a very different background. So well, Tyler, lay it on us. Yeah. I, I mean, I um, I worked uh, basically in uh, the restaurant industry for mm. for ten ish years. Mm. Um, and just needed a change. I sure, got tired yeah. of it and decided that uh, comics are a huge passion of mine, have been my whole life. And I was like, I want to work in a comic store. I don't <coughs> care. I just, I need that. And I actually, th there was an article about Omar's. I, I came in a lot later than Michael sure, did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was an article in Omar's about Omar's in uh, the Boston Globe. And somebody had forwarded it to me saying, like, oh, I think you'd like this store. Newspaper reader. Um, Good people. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it just, uh, so I was like, all right, well, I'm applying there, and mm -hmm. I applied there, and I started working. That, w that was in, uh, in like, the end of April, I think. Yeah. Um, well, good on you, my friend, actually, yeah. like, trying to convert your passion into something you're doing, fin you know, for yourself financially as well. Like, that, it's, yeah. it's a hard thing to kind of accomplish, and yeah. if you found a little bit of it, you know what I mean, that's, that's, that's a big thing. That's yeah, a yeah we're super lucky to have Tyler. He's got like near encyclopedic knowledge of comics it seems <laughs> like some days i wonder how he knows so i think you and uh, pat should have a geek lines. off after after the show i think oh, we yeah. have time right oh well, please do, <laughs> don't don't do that we're yeah, gonna have to find it. an empty studio because yeah. that's gonna escalate we need a bigger, real quick <laughs> <laughs> real, real ugly real quick. take bets on twitch <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should do one of those. Turn like the comments on, day, too. I want to hear the nasty. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> right. 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 That's a thing. Right. Oh, gee. Right. So this um, sounds amazing. This yeah. is, is, is there like a website that's about, because I, I looked you guys up on Google, but I just kind of found the, the shop information and like where you guys are. You did have an events calendar, which was really cool. Thank you. But um, I was wondering if there's more information about the program, if there's, uh, about not only the program that you partner with, but like if there's ways for you to be able to contribute or like bring resources either to the program or to Omar's. Well, yeah, the, I mean the, the Facebook, our Facebook uh, page and our website are the best ways to contact us. Okay. Um, and to kind of, to get the most information about everything. Cool. Um, but you know, it's all stuff that we're still, we're, we're trying to like push that more and get kind of more involved in like, we Instagram as well, and like so. If anyone's involved. a social media manager out there, yes. to just give you guys a ring, yes, that would, okay. Yeah. That would be good. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're facebook.com slash Omar's World of Comics, um, Omar's World of Comics.com. Yeah, on uh, all social media stuff, it's Omar's yeah. World of Comics. We, we cool. shortened yep. that the whole thing. All right. And, and it, it, you know, it's, it's also something that we're, where, you know, we do all of the stuff with the special needs programs and we, we provide all that stuff. But, but the, our events too, which you mentioned, the, the, our calendar cool. is, we, is a big part of our shop and part of the Lexington community and surrounding communities is our game nights and stuff like that. So that's really yeah, okay. amazing. You mentioned a couple of events too. Tell us what's going on. What's yeah. Going on. Um, so my role is primarily as the events coordinator and I'm really happy that we've got a bunch of cool stuff coming up this Friday. We've got uh, guilds of Ravnica magic, the gathering draft happening at six o'clock, All right. $20 entry with prizes for every win. Um, and then later this month, um, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up. We've got Carol Pandolf of the Muses Touch miniature painting mm -hmm. coming in on Saturday the 20th at 1 p.m. Uh, for our monthly minis painting event. Um, is it a demo or is it like uh, you bring your miniatures and be like, I'm really terrible at this, help me? And then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's $5 and we bring a lot of supplies in. Um, we can provide some minis if you're interested. We sell a bunch as well. Nice. Um, I used to be into that. Yeah. I mean, I've outgrown it now. I've grown oh, man. yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Um, okay. I believe well, you, Pat. Yeah, well, no, there, was this, they, <laughs> there used to be this place, Creature Feature, yeah. um, in Cambridge, around uh, not too far from the Galleria. Yeah. And um, what they used to sell is I, I would buy old, uh, like the classic Series 1 G.I. Joes, you know, the ones that are worth like ungodly amounts of money. But the guy had like all these broken pieces from them and such, and he, he just let them go for like change. And I'm like, this is cool as hell. I'm going to buy up all these figures and I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna like you know paint them Kid and put bash. them back together. Yeah, you know, a one quick trip to a hardware store and you can completely refurbish those toys yourself. Mm -hmm. And I got into that through like GI Joes and I'd get like different figures that he had. And you know, I've got a, a couple of a couple of shelves in my place now still that um, I'm I'm pretty proud of my uh, my work. Mm. I have the tackiest sense of uh, of, uh, of color schemes you'll ever see, but all those. Pat B. Originals, my friend. All I'm so, saying is there is such a thing as a Hello Kitty orc army. It can't get weirder. You know, well, you'd think that. I say I that, seen... and I'm pretty sure I just issued, like, a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, good, but that's a good challenge. Oh, yeah, our, our biggest <laughs> event coming up, that. Tyler will fill you in on. That's on the 27th. Yeah, our, that, that's Halloween Comic Fest, which is it's an industry-wide uh, thing in terms of comic shops. It's like Free Comic Book Day, mm -hmm. um, but Halloween-themed. Um, so there's going to be a ton of free comic books, and then we're also running a sale uh along with that um we're gonna have uh 10 percent all our, off all our graphic novels 50 percent off all rat comics except for the previous two weeks um 20 percent off premium back issues and various other sales and raffles going on as well and that that's our first big sale that we've ever done so we're looking forward to that that's crazy. very exciting yeah you guys should come by for it yeah. oh absolutely well, my best Corey Haim boys i don't like horror comics well, not all of them are horror. That's a nice thing. Um, <laughs> we've even got some really cool, like exclusive <coughs> reprints of like Miss Marvel number one, that kind of thing. Now sounds like a great yeah. time. It's yeah, be great. Lots awesome. of all really cool comics stuff. to bring your kids. This is in Lexington, you said, right? Lexington, yeah. Thirty Waltham Street. Thirty Waltham Street in Lexington, right in Lexington Center. You yeah, right off the, Mass Ave. Yep, right off Mass Ave. So you can take the bus there for my wife. All right, it's great. And now, before we before we properly wrap up, you brought us a couple of cool things, including Eric over there in front of him has a has a box. You want to read off what what you what you've got for the people? 
This is a Doctor Who Titans vinyl figures. It's a blind box, and there apparently is like 20 different options or something. No, looks like. And it's a eight? fan expo exclusive. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Stickers awesome. are on top. All right. Oh, Really good at looking at all the stickers. All right, you're about to witness an <laughs> unboxing right here on the Geek Down. So yeah, we're having a live. We have we had unboxings before we on the Geek not. Down? This is the very first unboxing. Mm-hmm. Let's see who very we got. Exciting. Tom is on pins and needles right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a box and then it's a bag, just for effect. It's a bag. No. Oh, nothing. Nothing <laughs> makes good radio like that crinkle. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little 11. Hey. With the right. hair and everything. I can't awesome. see it, honey. Pull the radio closer. No. <laughs> it even comes with a tiny little uh, sonic screwdriver, and he's got... <laughs> oh, it's from um, when he gets a job. Be, that's the cube episode, right? Where they have all the little freaking cubes, and he's just bored so, out of his yeah. mind. He's got a little tag that says, the doctor, here to help. And oh, I can only cool. imagine if you went to a retail store and had to deal with the doctor. I, I, I would love that so much. As long as I'm wearing fez. Great hair, by the way. I'm a girl and still not ginger. Hey, fezes are cool. Oh, fezes is, are, well. That's the worst line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. When he met Ten and he, he kept clowning because he's like, uh, I think Ten was in some chucks and he's like, you're wearing mm-hmm. sand shoes. And I'm like, they're not sand shoes. You've seen sneakers. Sorry. That was a little personal for me. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, at I, least it's not a was, cowboy hat. Oh, um, <laughs> you're I, supposed to I shoot didn't. it off his head if he does it again. Yeah, that was still a daggone shame. <laughs> and you can't find a spaceman in the desert. I've tried. All right, we 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 have hopefully not lost all our listeners now. <laughs> but to mind you all, go to Omar's World of Comics and Hobbies in Lexington, thirty-one, thirty Waltham Street, thirty Waltham Street. All right, now, whew, Johnny, I know. Yeah. You've been waiting on just just with a zen-like patience, sir, and I thank you for that. You are going to give us the inside stuff on a game that I got to play, you got to play, and Eric got to play mm-hmm. called Not Tonight. Yeah. Tell us what Not Tonight is about. It's about clicking a whole bunch of times and counting up a little tiny little thing and checking IDs and also about Brexit. You have such an elegant yeah, way of putting it. Brexit. Thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the basic premise feels like it's really like basic because it's literally like check these things on IDs over and over again, but they do a really good job of like building up mm-hmm. um, what you're looking for. And then as things kind of become more politically charged and get dragged into the personal storyline more, you see that more and you're reflecting more of that, what you're looking for and what you're helping people. And there's all these subplots that start getting seated pretty much away right away in the game. Yeah. You're a bouncer in, in England and kind of like a, um, not quite post-apocalyptic, but just a future where there's been a little more damage going on from uh, people who are disgruntled by Brexit and a bit more extremist uh, type folks. And in all this world, in all the all, all the jobs available in this new world, you're a bouncer at various clubs around London. And I, I, I well, first of all, let me just put out there: if you see the actual animation, we've got some video running on in, in the background there, Johnny. I'm not going to lie, full disclosure, I, I, I wanted you to play this specifically yeah. because of its resemblance to Party Hard. Oh, yeah. And I know how much you hate that game with a passion. I was trolling you. I was. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I, I can't back that up. 
But you know what? I actually had a, had, a, had a great time playing this game. Yeah. I love the concept of, it's a lot like Papers, Please. We were talking about this before the show, mm-hmm. where um, the premise of the game is you're doing a lot of inspecting, and you've got to solve like different puzzles of, can I let this person in tonight? Should I let this can person I? in? Exactly. People try to bribe you when they don't meet all the qualifications. Yeah. That's the best to part. For, like, when they try <laughs> I mean, to bribe you? Yeah, the That's bribing. The best part. Wait, yeah. did you accept bribes? I didn't accept I bribes. I did, yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, so what I did me. is I waited until I figured out exactly how long it would take, like how many mistakes mm-hmm. and like kind of got a gauge of how good I was at spotting things on the yep. IDs. Mm-hmm. And if it was pretty easy to spot it on the IDs and not mess up, then you can take a bribe and take the mistake and get that extra $50 at some point or 50 pound. Uh, okay. So you can, if, you, if you're pretty confident slash cocky, you can make the mistake on purpose uh-huh. to you're, take the bribe. Like, oh no, it's a lot, it's a late night. I. I didn't realize they went in with the wrong shoes. (laughs) Well, I mean, one of the things that I thought was actually really interesting was almost immediately (coughs) one of the things that you have is like a social rating score, which is something that China is actually implementing. Uh, It's already in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's in, it's in in this, it's in the game. China already has it. It's part of, it's actually Tencent, (laughs) funny enough that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. They implemented this social rating thing. Yeah. And that's now in this game. This is not uh futuristic this is like a altered present time yeah. uh britain uh where they take the brexit and they sort of think of it in a slightly more and i'm only saying slightly because this is not too far off the beaten path all of this the is things a, that they talk about yeah. in this is stuff that that like America has done in order to make you prove things to get things that you're you're entitled to. I mean, especially regarding like First Nations peoples. Um, but they do this all the time. Like um, there are different uh, Euro countries have all of these incredibly difficult to navigate rules in order to get citizenship or even just to be yeah. able to stay in a place. Yeah. And so that being reflected in a way that you're trying to suddenly navigate this thing and you have only partial information Mm -hmm. in the game. It's a really, really well done game for it to just really feel like you're just clicking and dragging and clicking and dragging. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you're thinking like, you're you're thinking about like watching the thing and doing the sort of like mundane stuff, but it doesn't mean that that stuff isn't kind of going on in the back of your head. And they do a really good job of it. Yeah, I, I'd like to sad. double back on on that little mundane thing because yep. they the primary gameplay in this it's uh, basically two different phases where it's storyline stuff uh, for one half of the game and the other half of the game is sorting through looking at the ids and that right there is the crux of the gameplay and it's kudos to the developers for taking the most boring thing possible (laughs) the now and the monotonous and then turning it into an actually interesting gameplay mechanic that actually i love the idea of taking a test to stay in a country I love wow. it. It, it. I mean, I love it in the wow. fact that it's a disgusting thing. It's that mustache. It's corrupting you. No, no. I mean, I'm not saying I support it. It's just like, it's just a weird, weird thing. You know what I mean? Because, like, if anybody was to take a test to stay here in America, like, most Americans wouldn't pass it. No, that's, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Got, I think that's just a fact at this point. You know what I mean? It's the same thing in, also... in anywhere. It's just a weird, weird thing. I don't think that proves any more than anything else proves that you're American, you're, you're British, you're, you're anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a weird concept in this general is, that's what that's they came up with the game does really well is highlighting right. the and arbitrary like, yeah, nature I think, yeah, of yeah. this yeah, yeah. And yeah. it takes that it's and a weird thing that you don't study for you know what I mean like oh I'm not gonna need and then you're like oh my god like 
I have to stay here and I have to pass this. How I many vice presidents home. do I need to know? Jesus Christ. Right, yeah. right. It's like, what started the Civil War? Well, you know, there was many different, uh, you know, uh, points of contention between the North and the South. Just say slavery. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we've talked about this game and then talk, talked up some of the uh, the more serious elements of it, but it's not a serious game by any means. It's just plain fun. Yeah, I enjoyed like all the little nuances, including there's dialogue, but no one actually speaks. And you can tweak the voices, but anytime like there's actual conversation, you're like, and somehow they still make it sound British. I don't know how. On Earth, they did that. Well, it's easy. Every now and then they go, they throw in a. Oh yeah. I know that. <laughs> That's the sensitive part. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're checking IDs for things like, okay, tonight at this club, um, I can't let anyone French. Or tonight at this club, yeah. um, I can't let anyone, anyone, anyone wearing like beachwear. Yeah. You know, and you're looking for little things like that. And the better you do in the game, you can be uh, you can be like uh, promoted to like the head bouncer of one club. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I I love you get good monetary benefits for that. Yeah. You can upgrade your uh, apartment where you start off Mm -hmm. every level. And, you know, you're there. It is clean it up. Disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) It was special. Can Can you take bribes? You yes. Can take oh yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This cop comes and harasses you. Okay. I'm, I'm, no I'm, bouncer I'm, 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 job is complete without bribes. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, I'm not going to get into spoiler details. I'm just going to give my rating now, dude. This is a thumbs up for me. Absolutely a thumbs Enjoyed up. Absolutely a thumbs up. I would say. I mean, of all the games that I've played so far for the Geek Down, this is probably the one I'm going to go back and continue playing. And like, if I can actually convince my computer at any point to actually stream, I will stream this for you. It is going to take some time to convince my computer to do this. It's kind of old, mm. but <laughs> All right, I'm going to hold you to that. Yes. All right. Go Jonathan? vote November 5th. Yeah. So I'm giving this a thumbs down. Of course you are. But, you know, I'm giving this a thumbs down uh, because of the asking price that they're, that they're going for this game. Mm. And also the fact that the, $100. You're right. That's, 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 that's crazy. Well, the gameplay itself, although impressive, it's it's impressive uh, how they sort of handle the primary gameplay of this game. It, it's like very well done, and the way they sort of build up on it and sort of include more uh, aspects of it, all of that very impressive. But it's still uh, sort of uh, polishing a turd in in sort of the gameplay department kind of sense. Where it's that it's still a very no, I get it. I get weird, it. boring thing that you're yeah. doing. You're doing it in probably the best way possible. Kudos to the developers. They turned something that is like absolutely silly for anyone to ever want to do. Like no one's ever going to want to play a bouncer game where you're looking at IDs all the time. I don't remember the bouncer on Unless it's Roadhouse 3D. This is is probably the best way that you could possibly do such a trivial mundane task in exactly simulated in exactly how a bouncer would do this. Uh, So they did a I will say having done bouncer stuff a couple of times in yeah. my life this is more fun than that yeah and i, 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 I want to introduce you to uh penn and teller's bus driving simulator and then see if you feel, <laughs> still feel the same you're beating around the bush man you know, up and up and down no, no, so no, no, two no. thumbs it, up and a thumbs down it's definitely a, yeah it's definitely a thumbs down like <sighs> it's a 20 dollar game and that is probably double the price of what this should be uh not to say that the developers didn't put in the time and effort on this it's just uh, when you compare this game to a lot of other games that are very similar to it, 
Uh, it's definitely the best of the bunch, but it's also double the price of what they're asking for. And this is not a game that you can easily jump into. You have to, the way the whole, this is a very serious game. So I don't, I don't know where you, where you got at that this is not, a, this is a very serious tone game. It's a tonal piece. It opens up with a big giant uh, terrorist uh, explosion. This is a, uh, this is sort of on a level tone wise of like a, like a social commentary, Clockwork Orange uh, type of thing, Dream. where it's very dark mm -hmm. humor uh, when when there is dark humor in there, uh, and it's this dystopian style uh, sort of. This is our future, almost like a Black Mirror. All yeah. right. Well, thank you, thank you for that. Um, going over time to say, well, you know, we had all this good stuff to say, and I'm going to bring it down right at the knees. <laughs> yeah. All right, but the game is called Not Tonight. It's available now on Steam. 20 bucks is the asking price. We enjoyed it, those of us with, like, a, a sense of mirth and gaiety. Uh, <laughs> Lots of gay. <laughs> I highly recommend checking it out. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now we are going to close out on Venom, the new picture star, the new motion, major motion picture starring Tom Hardy, mm. Michelle Williams, which um, is okay. Go ahead. You, you don't like Michelle Williams? No, I just don't know how she ended up in this movie. Uh do you know what? Uh she she's an Oscar winner, right? Yes. Yeah, Mich Michelle Williams. She won. Uh, forget what question. I, she's been nominated a bunch, and she should have won. She's she's fantastic. Anyway, yeah. Scott. Well, no, you, you're right. Um, I don't know how she ended up in this one. It's a Marvel picture, but it's not by Marvel it's like Studios. Like Juliette Binoche from... ending up in Godzilla, <laughs> which happened. Uh, yay, man! You know, I mean, anyway, she, yeah, she, yeah. she was there to be a nice little plot device. That was that yeah, was yeah, which a, makes no sense considering her her resume. Sometimes but, yeah. you just need to take a paycheck, man. There's some. Like, you're right. You're absolutely right. Or you just gonna, like Godzilla, right? Like, I'm yeah. just saying, I, I would play a bit role in a Godzilla movie just because sure. then I could say I was in a Godzilla. Well, movie. I hear like Tom Hardy took true. this role. He's like, well, I did a bunch of movies for myself. My kids like Venom, so he wants to see me bite the head off people. Like, yeah. It I'm worked, it worked so well for M. Night Shyamalan and, and the uh, uh, Last Airbender movie, right, didn't it? Right, right, right. All right, we're talking about Venom. This is the new picture, uh, not from Marvel Studios, even though it's from a Marvel property. This is actually by Sony, mm -hmm. and we all know their track record. They did the uh, old Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield, who I actually didn't hate as Spider-Man, but none of I them did. were. You, well, you hate everything. I didn't. None of them were well I literally didn't watch them. You didn't watch them? No. It's the first one where Spider-Man was talking smack. I loved it because Tobey Maguire was all no, like morose. I'm here for that. But I literally just was, no, I'm not going to spend the time there was a, on that. There was a montage right, well. scene of skateboarding to a Coldplay song. Yeah, I don't oh, condone yeah. everything. That Anyways, but I'm we just, don't have I'm much time. So first one was right good. Yeah. Second one, yeah. eh. Okay, yeah, no, you're, you're right. Jamie Foxx with the... All right, but uh, we're talking about Venom, um, which is ironic because everyone's making comparison to uh, this movie and Upgrade, which came out uh, a little earlier this year, which is ironic because Upgrade was pretty much sold on the fact that the star of Upgrade looks like Tom Hardy. Right. Oh. And everyone's right. saying that that was a better movie. Which I covered had, on the show. We did, which precisely. we admitted it was actually a really awesome picture. It didn't look it from the trailers. The commercials look stupid as hell. Mm. The movie was just ridiculous. Ridiculous fun. Right. Uh, Venom, I think, falls in that same category. I had yeah. an awesome time with this ridiculous movie. Yeah. Despite it being Sony, despite it having actual problems, like uh, it's like 50% CGI. But I thought they used it well. The yeah. the villain, in my opinion, is just kind of like an unmotivated. They Someone really hates Elon Musk. It's Elon they, Musk plus Pharma Bro. Yeah. In one person, <laughs> it is, and then, but he also has an annoying <laughs> smirk, which I mean, both Elon Musk and Pharma Bro have, but like yeah. he's really good at it. 
I'm pointing at the TV because that's how much, like, you really want to just yeah. hit that off of his face. Oh, you really do. And he the whole it so movie. Well. <laughs> it's the story of Eddie Brock, but they've removed, they've found an interesting way to remove the character from the Spider Man universe directly. So now it's not Eddie Brock, the uh, struggling photographer that's competing with Peter Parker, or Eddie Brock, the struggling student that's uh, still in kind of competition with Peter Parker, or Eddie Brock, the kid who grew up with, uh, with, um, uh, the Parker family and you know depending on which uh, origin story you subscribe to this one now has him as a vlogger and he's actually fairly popular he does these really hard-hitting exposés and then they make him kind of a sympathetic character the only problem I had with the beginning of this movie where they're actually building up his backstory mm-hmm. is everything moved at such a like a lightning pace they were basically trying to give you as much backstory as possible like they were trying really hard to make you care about you know, Eddie and his relationship with his girlfriend Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like give you, make you understand why she walks away from him so fast. I'm not spoiling anything. Oh my God. You watch him do that and you're just like, dude, just shut your face in the refrigerator a couple of times. It will do the same thing as what you're doing right now. Yeah, but it's like they paint him as a sympathetic figure and you're like, we actually like this guy. And then we see him make these, these impossibly stupid mistakes for i mean granted yes they are we we know where the story has to go yeah but they they just like they, they may as well have just like hit you in the face with a pie this was like so blatant yeah yeah um i, I will say like hitting fa- hitting you in the face with a pie like one of the things i liked a lot about this movie was the fact that tom hardy had a lot of physical comedy like he did this yes. was this was new this was new for him i, I love that i you don't see that and what for someone that? like tom hardy well what about the movie with chris pine and uh who's the girl in it they were oh, like fighting um, over her. Well, like, that um, was, was, was that Olivia Munn? I know, I know what no, you're talking about. I, I think they, they, they both were like assassins. Wanna, yeah. yeah, they're oh. both like assassins and like fighting off over this one girl. Yeah, I hate Horrible. that. You liked it. You <laughs> I liked did not like it. Okay, I, I did not. Like, what do you mean? I did not like it. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Like, it's weird to see him in this movie with like, uh, like I'm used to him like covering his mouth and kind of doing this whole like. Yeah, he's got this monstrous physicality. You know what I mean? In uh, ba- in uh, in uh, Dark Knight Rises, yeah, it's weird. He's like just that a, him and Ryan Gosling it, are it like works for him. these two Hollywood darlings that have like these charming leading man good looks. But the every movie they do, either they're not speaking or they're covered their faces and, and like doing this brooding thing. It's just like it's this weird thing that they do. You're right. Why and can't so, Ryan Reynolds be more like uh, Bradley Cooper? You're exactly right. <laughs> they are I mean, the Rocket same, Raccoon. They are the same person, by the way. They are the yes. same. Pro- okay, we're not. That's why you never ones. see them in a room together. Right. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day they do like a um. They Buddy do a cop season. movie. <laughs> they need to do a season of what's that show with uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, Matthew McConaughey. Um, True Detective. True Detective. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. They need to do a season of True Detective. Yeah. True Detective season because Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are the same person. Yes. You know, so are Ryan Reynolds and Bradley Cooper. Let's get that on. <laughs> I'm putting that out there. It's my, broadcast to the world. My know. review of this movie. My friend texts me. He's like, it's. It's funny and it's good. It's like it's as good as reading a mundane comic. You know what? He's and not you know wrong. what? I was like, I concur. Pretty much. You know what I mean? And that's what I equated it to. You know what I mean? It's like not a bad picture. It's like overwhelmingly stupid and funny. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like after a few years, I think it's going to gain that camp kind of backing to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I'll think it will endear itself to another generation, and everything like that. But like as far as a good movie, as far as like a. Uh, what you want and what you expect out of like this budget and this actor and this you know what I mean all the resources it has no it doesn't fulfill that 
It just doesn't. You know I what think mean? it's, it's not a, a like certain a amount of that, though. The it CG, I mentioned, there's a lot get of it. in the pantheon of like great comic book movies, and I think it like it could have. It had all the tools to do it. It just didn't succeed. It doesn't make it a bad movie, so to speak. It just makes it an average one. What I think is also a sin. Okay, you know no, I mean? no, so you're right. That's my, uh, my I, I, can, I can appreciate this movie on the same level as I can appreciate Punisher Warzone as a movie. Correct. You know, it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a great movie, but it's a no. movie that really captures the character. Sure. Yeah, uh, and it's I mean, a movie that gives you what you want to see. If this movie had come out before we'd had ten years of MCU, oh yes, oh, it would have been it would be top tier. We would be we gotta, would be head over heels yeah. for this. You got to put some perspective so it's on how bad comic book movies were for a long, long, long time. Oh god! Yeah. If, they, if, it, if it was like this and Basketball Spider Man starring uh, uh, Tobey Maguire, <laughs> it, it yeah. would have been like Venom. Yeah, yeah, it's not Tobey. Yeah, yeah, and I do like as a comic yeah, fan, as a, a and specifically a Venom fan. Um, I'm one of those. I'm one of those like you know punk weirdo kids that liked Venom when he had when it was Spider Man with the teeth. You know, <laughs> right. before he had fangs, he just had like this ridiculous like mouth full of teeth for no reason, just Argh! and like green slime coming out of his. No, mouth. before yeah. the green slime. Oh, before so the green creative. slime, it was just like so many teeth, just because. Well, anyway, anyways, and they <laughs> they incorporated all this like as yeah. the as the symbiote, which they did fix by the way. If anyone hasn't seen this, and you remember in those first commercials, they said symbiote, and it pissed <laughs> everyone off because it's ridiculous. <laughs> they ADR'd so much in this movie where everyone now says symbiote. Um, but they incorporated all the little tidbits that you want to see from a movie about any kind of spider symbiote. Mm-hmm. We see the different symbiotes. We see the ones that affect different people and they actually car- uh, carry on different personas. We see the teeth evolve. We see uh, the suit talking back to him with its yeah. own personality. Is that Tom Hardy's voice, by the way? Uh, no, it was not. Um, yeah, I, Venom, I, Venom was Tom Hardy's voice. Venom was? Was he? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay, I got to do more research. Make your funnier. comic book knowledge yeah. your scale class. Oh, shut up. <laughs> this guy. Um, and we, like, like brief, brief, like, flashes of, like, Lady Venom. You know, they paid attention oh, to, like, my little God. things. Yeah, that was... Was Lady just, Venom oh was. My gosh. Yeah. I was not expecting Lady Venom. Mm-hmm. I should have been expecting Lady Venom, yeah. but I wasn't, and I enjoyed it. I really wished we'd had more of it because I really, really enjoyed Lady Venom filling their Bechtel test quota. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe actually uh, did it. This movie no, no. did not pass no. the Bechtel test. She never. She never she interacts never with, the the other, with the other with the other person who there's, woman there's, who has lines. There's exactly four women in this guy, picture. Yeah. Yeah, and there's exactly yeah, four women right. in this picture, right. and none of Maria, them spoke to each other or about yep. anything but the, girlfriend the main, yeah. yeah, the doctor. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's four. Yeah. Oh, actually, well, I guess technically five. I remembered when he interviewed uh, the main villain. Uh, his producer his, there was also female. But again, it's you also, saw the back yeah. of her head, yeah. the most poignant role for a woman. I don't think she had. <laughs> yeah, any no backdells. Uh, she said Eddie, and that was <laughs> that's not a lie. That's a name. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I really had a good time. I think it sounds like I'm not alone in this. It was no, a movie I right. went in expecting just a debacle. Like after it the goodness good we've Thursday seen, night. I had enough fun that I changed my Minecraft skin to the best Venom one I could find. Really? Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, wait. What's what's the best Venom one you could find? It actually looks like the one in the movie because the next ones oh, under nice. that are like someone didn't pay attention and was trying to do the one out of the comic book from oh, memory. Geez. So, but I was really happy with the one that I found. Okay. Fair. Fair. I'm uh, very, very selective about my Minecraft skins. The best Venom one is one that I have not just the comic of, but the Kubrick figure of. It was mm. one. Of, it was one of the. Um, it was a single "What If" issue where "What If" uh, the Venom symbiote uh, took over 
Frank Castle, the Punisher. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's badass because he <laughs> wow. mentally just like dominates the Venom symbiote. And I'm like, this, this is the Venom. Yeah. It's only one issue, and I wanted to see him expand it so much. I don't know. Please tell me you have that. I think I drooled on myself. I'm getting, I'm getting into the <laughs> I don't know you if you saw it last week. Uh, there was a what if that came out from Marvel. What if Peter Parker became the Punisher? No. Jeez, no, I think we saw a couple copies yeah, of that. Yeah, because they're redoing all the what if. Uh, redoing like retelling well they're they're or? just restarting it so they're doing a bunch of new stories um so there's been a, there's been a few of them now the the one coming out uh this week is is what if uh ghost rider was black metal like norwegian black metal oh God. nice <laughs> so that yeah. one i'll have to i'll have to i'll have to see but i think what Come we're getting at tomorrow is... <laughs> all right um all right. All right, so Venom, I'm giving this a thumbs up. I highly recommend anyone check this out. It mm -hmm. was just a great time. They threw, they surprised a lot. And my only real beef with it is uh, some of the pacing, some yeah. of the CG, and some of the fan service got a little too uh, a little too comic booky, like forcibly comic booky. Um, I, I I won't talk about the post credits. <laughs> I'll just say some of the stuff got too comic booky. Anyone else? I also would give it a thumbs up. I had very low expectations going in, and I mean, that means they're not hard to surpass, but I was very, very pleased with this movie. All right. I got him. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. <laughs> All yeah, right. We got to wrap things up, so. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Johnny. I didn't watch it. So, <laughs> just from looking at the CG artwork, though, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. I'm, I'm, it looks what? terrible. Look, You're not Tom, Tom vote. cut his mic, okay? This has been the Geek Down here on okay. WMF Radio. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, awesome show. I want to thank just Johnny. Yo. I want to thank Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. I want to thank E-Rock Davis. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. I want to thank Tyler Christopher. Thank you. I want to thank Michael Epstein. You got it. And I want to remind you all, check out Omar's world of of comics and hobbies at 30... Waltham. Waltham. I was so close. <laughs> at 30 Waltham, uh, 30 Waltham Street in Lexington, Mass. Also, uh, check them out uh, this Friday, October 19th. Uh, for that, for the start of that goodness. You mentioned several events. Yeah, uh, we've got, got a lot going on. Magic on Friday. Um, we've got Minnie's Painting on Saturday. And then the Saturday after, the 27th. Halloween Comic Fest. Come by, grab some free comics, and check out our sales. Nice. Sounds like a blast. Cavalcade of riches, my friend. All right. Also, if you were listening to us on geek on WMFRadio.com, you can also watch us, see these smiling faces, at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown every Monday nights, 9 p.m. right here. Also, in the interim, find us on Twitter. Dude, follow us at thegeekdown. Find us on Facebook slash The Geek Down. We're on Instagram, The Geek Down. SoundCloud, Geek Dash Down. I, we're all over the sucker. iTunes, man, you can't get rid of us. All right. And if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, got an opinion, got some got content, anything, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. If you go to the website, I'll get it updated as soon as possible, I promise. But go to geek-down.com, and the About section has all those fun links there. Until then, we'll catch you all right here next Monday night. Same bat time, same bat channel, my friends. But until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. W. E. F. Radio. W. E. F. 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 F. Radio.
Alright, so what y'all need to do is pay attention to what I'm saying right now. Yeah. Come through Ugly Duck Studios. I just wanna let y'all know it's 10% off for all sound museum artists. Salute. You like where I'm about to go to really set some shit down. Are you a band or artist in need of an hourly rehearsal space? We have what you need. Here at the Sound Museum Soundstage in Brighton, Massachusetts, we have a backline of drums, amps, 32-channel PA, and most of the gear you will need to get your show on the road. Our stage lighting and pleasant atmosphere makes for the perfect place for any artist to get creative, and you will love our competitive prices. So call Mary Lee at 617-909-9338 or email us at magicroomrentals at gmail.com. Come rock out with us at the Sound Museum Soundstage in Brighton, Massachusetts. Call 617-909-9338 or email us at magicroomrentals at gmail.com and book your time slot today.